Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, here we are on a Monday morning. Barely still one hour left on the morning, and we welcome you in to the middle here. Following Birds 365, ahead of Dad Cilio's football show. All here live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. We are broadcasting live from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. A tough lawyer for a tough town. In the middle, sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. Well, we've got a couple of things. First and foremost, a disappointing game one. And I know that there are going to be people, glass half full people that are going to look at how it ended. And there are going to be people that shouldn't be painted as the opposite glass half empty that will look at just how difficult it is in general to live by the, well, they came back and almost won philosophy in this league. But look, bottom line is for me, at least guys, Sixers lose a game. We always see this in the playoffs. Game one is the easier one for the road team to steal. But in reality, Joel Embiid playing through whatever he played through and still dominating is as much of a first, if not a 1A story, to them losing. Well, yeah, and I think you, you can combine those things. The fact that he did play 39 minutes or whatever it was and score 38, 39 points, he had a tremendous uh, game, and they still lose at home. I mean, you know, they gave up 42 points in the first quarter, and the game was over. It was they still were, before he even started. It was yeah. over, man. I mean, they, you know, and they lost the game at the free throw line too. You can look at it that way too. Three, point no question about that. Well, yeah, twenty-three you know? pointers to ten uh, for the Sixers, and then they missed eleven <laughs> free throws, and Atlanta missed one. Can, can I just ask you, Barrett? How do you how do you have a scenario like that, and you get beat in the first? Like, how are you the number one team? You're at home. You have the crowd behind you. And as an athlete, because this is what we need you to break down so people don't just yell and scream and throw things. How do you come what looks to be so unprepared for a game like that? And there lies a problem, man. You know, you the number one seed going to the, like I said, I'm still saying it, the worst team in the playoffs. Yes, we lost to the worst team in the playoffs. But they were hot, man. There's no way. There's no way the Sixers went in there with the mindset, all right, um, you know, we just got to go out there and compete. They came in with the mindset, all right, we are the number one seed, and they're just going to bow down to us. And because of that, they got their ass kicked. They jumped them on early, and they kept the pressure on them. They didn't listen to you too much. This this, this Atlanta Hawks team, man, they they shot unconscious. Right, that's that's, that's what it is. But they they were unconscious, man. They were hitting everything, everything. I got and, news for you. They're going to the hit day, more. Man, they They're going to hit up. more at home. Wait till they yeah. go home. They're going to hit more. No. Three pointers. no. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm telling you, they will not be. They will not. They will. They had the game of their life yesterday. 
The that's game of their life. That's not necessarily. Look, <laughs> that was a unicorn game, man. Oh. Are you kidding me? Everybody was hitting threes. But that's everybody was hitting. Those threes. guys do take threes. They don't hit them yep. at that clip, but they all take threes. Yep. Herger, like Bo Bogey, your boy Bogey. These guys, Trey Young, these guys take threes. And here's another thing, too, is that we talked about this earlier. If you don't have at least a wash out there with Capella and Embiid, where Capella is just not doing much and you can sacrifice that with Embiid on one end, there's a problem. And I, look, you give this team zero credit, and I'm mm -hmm. surprised after that win. They earned that victory, and you still give them no there's credit. There's no question about that. Well, I'm not, it's not that I'm not giving them credit. They won the game. They they beat the heck out of the um the 76ers yesterday. Yep. But at the end of the day, the Sixers killed themselves, man. Nine turnovers. I mean, they were turning yeah. the ball over. I mean, like they like they couldn't dribble at all, making terrible mistakes defensively. Green, why are you doing? I mean, what took you so long to put five below on 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 you know on them? What took you so long? Well, that's you don't true. have you don't have Green on him. How, and then how Green didn't score. He, he he didn't score in the first half. Right. I mean, right. You, you got him he out there. You, you got you no. got a team out there. That I don't was, think he took they a were shot. just lost. Did just he lost. take one shot in the first half? I don't think. No, that's did. what I'm saying. No, no. Okay, and that's the problem. So this is what we're gonna have to. Trey talk went about. up there and dictated the game. We only have a minute here, so it's not going to be enough time, right? Because Barrett's going to need to inhale and let this thing go. But th this is where I think we can differ a little bit today is explore this mentality. Like, how do you have something gift-wrapped and you come in? Because I'm sure there were plenty of times in your career where you guys went into a game postseason even where it's just like there's this I got the perfect scenario. Perfect. I got See, the perfect center. I got that, the perfect game too. And I'm not trying to give these guys, Harry, the benefit of the doubt. I'm not trying to let anybody off the hook. I'm just trying to understand it. Does that make yeah. sense? Right. Like, no, right. It, it, right. it does. Especially, especially when you add into the fact that you had your big man, you know, your, your number one star was able to play. I mean, we, you know, three days ago, we were wondering if he was going to play at all in, in the first game or two, right? And he not only played, he played it, he played great. That's Star Jones. <laughs> this is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. It's all over that. Serena lost yesterday. Big money on the books. Big money on the books. You're betting tennis. I got a guy who's red hot, Ben Rasa. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks. And Harry uh, welcome in. We need to talk about the event over the weekend. It was the one that everybody said they weren't going to watch, but instead, huh. you know, they were glued to the set. And that was the one o'clock tip off between the Sixers and the Hawks on Sunday. What did you think? I was going to go Logan Paul. That's Harry? what I thought you were I thought, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were say, referencing you something wanna... that happened in Miami last night. How angry both of you are trying to jump all over me. Barrett couldn't wait to get in there. What do you mean this Mayweather-Paul fight? We're talking basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't watch a second of Bro, that. I'm about to say, oh, man, you spent the money, man. I hate to do it. No, no way. You spent Here's the money I, on that. Uh, I woke up this morning because I overslept for the first time in a long, long time. Missed my TV hit the same. So very disappointed that I didn't get a chance to pimp myself out and everything else we're doing here. <laughs> but I go to Twitter and I don't tweet or look mentions anything like that. The first thing I see is a tweet from Showtime saying, if you experience any technical difficulties where you bought the fight and you couldn't watch the fight, 
then call this number and you'll get a refund. So that's one of two things. Either they couldn't handle the bandwidth because it was way too many people, right? Jumping in, buying that fight, or they just, everything went to you know what, and there was some major technical difficulty. I don't know what it was, but I thought that was pretty on point, right? On brand mm. that a Mayweather-Paul fight yeah. some sort of technical difficulties. Jeez. Here you have me talking about this thing. I was just trying to mislead you. Well, I, I want to know why did you miss your TV appointment this morning? Well, I mean, what, what, what's what's going on? You live for that. I know. I, I was out really late. Dry, I had uh, come back from Long Island last night. Oh, oh man. A family up there. So I got caught on all of the worst places to get caught. LIE coming out, Cross Bronx. Oh, uh, it's the yeah. worst. First part of the NJ Turnpike, back past the GW Bridge where you're yeah. merging a lot. It was just awful. And then just f as far as like a random kick in the stones when you're down, there's that random lane that's closed at like exit eight on the New Jersey Turnpike in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they're doing traffic type stuff on that road to fix it because they think, all right, well, at this point past that time, nobody's really going to do anything. Yeah, I think, right. I think Long Island's a great place. There's a lot of great golf courses up there and so forth and the beaches. But I think if I was on Long Island, I would never leave Long Island because yeah, it's no just question too about much that. of a pain in the rear end. Just to go, just to go, you know, down yeah. the street, right? It's, 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 the, it's a major doing. You have to really prepare yourself. You almost have to pack a lunch mm -hmm. driving on Long Island, man. Yeah, it's either ridiculous. that or either that or hitch a ride with your buddy who has a helicopter. Right. <laughs> That's right. pretty much it. That, well, hey, people know, on that island, a lot of people have do. helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Hamptons, you find a lot of people that have their own pads or access to it as far mm -hmm. as which they are, yeah. or at least like some sort of general one. A lot of people make that trip. There's actually like taxi service that you can pay for to go from Manhattan, like down to Wall Street, even out towards Queens and even Long Island. All right. So real quick, let's just get back to this because I, I am curious there isn't anybody out there that thinks the Hawks are going to win the second game, right? Like, can you honestly see a path in which and this thing's already moved a point? Well, the a, line's up to five, isn't it? I saw five and a half this oh, morning. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think it might have even moved even more at this well, point. Well, I, I saw that this morning at, at five, and I, I felt a little bit better about the 76ers' chances in game two. Keeps moving, keeps yeah. moving. But, you know, how, how, how does a team go out there with that attitude? You know, saying almost like an arrogance that they thought this team was going to roll over like that. Well, you and, know, we've, yeah. we've seen them play down. How many times did we talk about on this show that they play Absolutely. down to Absolutely. their competition? Now, I don't right. think right. I think Atlanta's a pretty good basketball team. I might be the only one on this no. show that thinks no, no, that. No, 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 no. I was trying Aaron to warn Barrett. Thinks otherwise, right? I was I trying to warn otherwise. Barrett, but the Sixers are a better team. Yes, they're a better okay. team, now, but they know, didn't was, even get close to playing like they were supposed to play. Was this one of those instances where they just yes. came into the game and said, ah, well, yeah, we've been listening to Barrett Brooks. He says the Atlanta Hawks are the worst team in the uh, playoffs. Absolutely. We're going to play. We're just going to come down here and roll the ball out in the first quarter, and we should be fine. Next thing you know, absolutely. they're down 15 points. That's and exactly I, and I'll, give you, I'll give you a perfect, um, a perfect scenario here. I'm, I'm playing with, uh, you know, with the Steelers. Once again, mm -hmm. one of my Steelers stories. And Ben well, Roethlisberger's rookie year. This is rookie year. It's supposed to be an all Pennsylvania Super Bowl. We actually ran through everybody. We ran through my beloved Eagles. We beat up on a on a on a um Patriots team that hadn't lost in like a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? We beat up on them in the regular season. So right. we get to the championship game. I went so far as to go out and buy clothes for the Super Bowl that's gonna be in Jacksonville. Because right. I thought we were gonna play the Eagles. And lo and behold, 
They came out and gave us everything we wanted. They beat us like we stole something because we went out on that field too cocky. Like I said, I should have went out there and bought clothes, you know, and, and like it was just a, a done deal because I had the mindset that we had we had went like 14 and, and, and won that season. Mm. You know what I mean? We lost one game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a streak going. We were just smashing everybody. And bam, they came out and, and Belichick, I hate to do it to you. And he did it to us. That's it. Beat the snot out of us. Amazing. So the same thing. It, I, they needed that. That team needed that. So you think it's a wake-up call? A definite wake-up call. I mean, come on. Exactly. Danny Green was the absolute worst guy to have on, on, on Trey Young. Hmm. I mean, why would they do that? Yeah. And it took them a half to stop it? No, it took them three quarters to stop it. They it wasn't until the fourth quarter yeah. when they threw Thibault on him. And and he was a little bit to start the third quarter. Like that was a little bit more of it. But yeah, you're right. And then bam, you know what I'm saying? It made him at least think about it. He made shots hard on man. He was just coming down and driving to the hole and and stepping back and everything on green. So, you know, not only did the players think it, but you know, I I think Doc caught got caught with his pants down also. How would you go out and do that, man? Again, that's that's I think the biggest shock in all of this, right? And we have to get to Shelton here, his comments on the stream where you can like, share, subscribe. Make sure you do that. Likes are huge, but we also want you subscribe to the channel. That does a lot for us here on YouTube. So look, we're providing free content. We're not charging. We don't ask right. much in return. All we really want is you just get the likes up, you subscribe, you can share, and then the notification bell so you don't need to wait for us to tweet something out on the show handles or Harry's account or Barrett's big old verified account. But look, that's, I think, my emotion more so than anything. It's just shock. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm not going to throw stuff. This is not, oh, my goodness, you know, the series is over. We're not trying to drive some sort of contrarian reaction, gentlemen. I think the biggest thing is just shock. Like, you can lose a game in a series, it's okay to lose a game in the second round and beyond in a series. These teams, contrary to Barrett's point, are some of the best teams in the NBA. It's okay. But to lose that game at mm-hmm. home? When your big man played and yes, played as well as he you. did. That's that's what's just so, like, I feel like, and I'm about to be one, so I'm not one yet, but I feel like I'm disappointed. The parent who's disappointed, mm-hmm. the man in that relationship Barrett, man, you let me down. Yep. You guys had the home field. You guys beat up people all year. And, and I don't know what it was, if you were going through something or if you just started smelling yourself, whatever it may be, <laughs> but you let me down. And that's what I feel like. You let me down. And, yes, a, a three-leg parlay yeah. where I mined the hell out of a WNBA game was busted because oh. the Philadelphia 76ers lost. But I don't want that <laughs> to be a factor in the conversation. I'm just saying. Crazy man, crazy. And, and look, you're right. Fifteen and one. It was crazy, man. We just, just we were beating up on people, but we came in with that mindset. All right, they're just gonna fall and lay down on us because yeah. a lot of teams did. You know, we're the big bad Steelers, and a lot of teams would just you know roll over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're supposed we to lose to these guys, right? Yeah, right, right. right. But Belichick, he was like, "Look, hold on, hold on. Now, you know, we're still, we still have the best quarterback in the league. We still have one of the best defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you in the playoffs." And they, that I mean, they beat up on us. And I think the, the Sixers were the same way. They went out there a little too confident, and I think they coached that way also. 
Man, come on now. I mean, nine turnovers. Somebody's head should have been rolling for that. Maybe it's uh, all. I mean, triple, how do you go out there and do that? Maybe it's all Triple H's fault. Oh, the Sandman all thing now. You know, <laughs> I saw that too, bro, bro. It's, it's you know it's ridiculous, man. But and we know now, you know. I mean, because it, it, I'm gonna say this, and people gonna go crazy, but I'm gonna say this. Maybe it would have been better if Embiid didn't play. They would have had a different mindset going into this game. They mm-hmm. would have played differently. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like they sat back. Oh, we got Embiid back. Well, that's what We're I'm saying. Put the game on his shoulders. That's, that's you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's like, put the game on his shoulders. Yep. They, right. had already, they had already had the game won in their head yep. because they knew he was going to play. Right. Oh, we got our leader back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Not play him? I mean, no, my, no, they had him back. Play. It, they would have put up eighty in the first half. No, I know. In the first half. Could you click yeah. all the threes they missed? Yeah. He swallow up like the Pac Man. Yeah. Right? I think as great as everybody says Ben Simmons is on defense, they still put up forty-two in the first quarter on you. It was tough. Yeah, exactly. It was a tough one. And look, the good news is that we got a ridiculous finish with it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much. Here's the thing. That loss didn't alter the series for me. So I'm not going to go crazy about the finish. We do see runs. I do think that if we were the opposite scenario and the Sixers were up by a ton and then barely held on like that, we would be looking at it like, look, they got the win. That's the yeah. biggest thing. You move on. So I'm kind of going to honor that scenario in that regard. I do recognize that the Sixers battle back, but my goodness, to Barrett's point about the Sixers fumbling and stumbling and bumbling the first three quarters away, the Atlanta Hawks were putting the ball off each other's feet in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, they took no their, their no. foot off the gas a little bit, I, I you know. To be honest, I I just have that happens all the time in the NBA. Well, they weren't you know? listening. Well, to I don't know. I, no, they, they, hold on, but they didn't take their foot off the gas. The Sixers started playing better defense. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you know, as the game I mean, it, it ended the game, they started playing better defense. So you taking a guy like Green off a trade, and when you take him off, you put somebody that could run around with them. Now there's awkward shots. He yeah. was still hitting those shots. They were hitting. I mean, they were unconscious at the three point line. All right. He drive to the hole, kick it out. Boom. Now well, that we're go ahead. We're 18 minutes in and we have yet to rip Ben Simmons for his horrid free throw shooting. Can't we ask that guy to to make 50 60% of his free throws? Is that asking too much? No. Of a basketball player no. that's been playing basketball since we, he was like 4 no. years old. I think you have every right to be frustrated with that's the so pathetic at the at the free throw line. Absolutely. Pathetic. Look, especially because Embiid makes a living yeah, on the free throw line. Right. And Bede missed one free throw yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And and look, here's the thing with Simmons and how valuable him making free throws are, where you're down 10, you're down 12. That's an easy way. He's going to get to the line pretty much any time he wants. You see how strong and fast he is on some of those quick first steps mm-hmm. where you're just going to have to sacrifice your body. Like you're going to have to take a shot in the sternum that's probably going to knock the wind out of you at, at like best, if not, you know, something worse. And a lot of guys aren't going to do that. There's a lot yeah. of business decisions about I'm just right. gonna let them go and, you know, slap away. Right. But think about slowing the clock down. Think about getting points, automatic points on the board where you're trying to narrow a gap. It's so vital at that point. And right. that's where I, I share your guys' frustration tenfold. Yeah, with the clock stopped every time. Yep. Yep. You can't go one for two or yeah. two for four or three for six right? or, you know, three for seven. Yeah, he goes one for two, and then uh, Bogdanovich or Trey Young hits a three at the other end. 
And that's, oh. that's that's a lose lose. That's and how about the right. swagger that 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 team has, man? They got a little bit of moxie to them. This well, they Hawks went, team, yeah, they went into New York, yeah, and, and they completely dismantled a team that plays really good defense. Mm-hmm. And that was the one staple with New York around the the season was no matter who they played, it was going to be a fight, right? And there was a fight for one game. That was their was brand uh, for the season. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna win the game, but you're gonna earn it, right? And Thibodeau did that for an yeah. entire season, and, and, then and Ryan Neff. Huh? Yeah, Ryan Neff. Yeah, I still think they're still the worst team in the playoffs. Barrett's right talking now. to the yes, stream I did again. Say that, and I still, I'm still standing by. Yeah, right, what, what, you know, what team us? are they better than? I mean, they were better than the Sixers this time. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, everybody's like, oh, dude, yeah, they're still the worst team in the playoffs right now. Tell me one team that they're better. Than. They're not better than the Sixers. They beat them. All right, they got one game on them, but still, the Sixers are still a better team. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Promise you, you know it's gonna be. You have a whole different game plan going out there, an, an altogether different game plan. <clears throat> I mean, I hate to do it to you, but they did it to me yesterday, mm-hmm. and that will be the last time they do it to them. I bet they go four straight now. I'm saying four straight. You can put money on that. Go find them. Yeah, you know they're, they're a bunch. Aton will get you. Odds you know, I on might that. do that. Yeah, I might do that. You got to give me the odds, Aton, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. In fact, I'll I'll just cash up you the money. Why don't you t- text Parles and he'll give you a line on it, Aton, yeah, and then uh, you can hold right. Barrett's bet. <laughs> right. Jesus. There you go. You're my bookie. So where were we? You got me, man. Who? I need your yeah. cash app. <laughs> no, you just download. I the need app, your cash app so I can send you the money. No, just money. you can do it. You, there's nothing illegal about you placing a wager Aton like that. Aton takes Venmo. No, I'm not I'm not taking anybody's bets. No? No, you, you have a book, a <laughs> sanctioned book that can do that in the state. Both the states that we live in, Jersey and Philadelphia. You don't need my help. But anything, all right? Yeah. I, need you, I need your help, bro. I need you to do it for me. Anything but I'm just saying, man. You know, you come on, address man. on the stream before we get back? <laughs> no, we're back now. We're back now. Are you sure? I'm back now. Yeah, I'm back now. I just I look. Neff is going to keep going, right? Like, I, I mean, that's that's what's going to happen here. So, you can you can pull like a full uh, Bruno or Missinelli and just sit there and, and completely respond and and do the sideshow. Like, we can what we can do is we can have a conversation, and then when there's a breath, you just jump in and start randomly addressing and Ryan. Talk Neff. to the stream and exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now Ryan Neff is is saying he's game for this bet, Barrett. We got Four a six pack going, baby. Gonna, your let's favorite six pack. All right, let's create. We got a six pack. All right, yeah. There's there's a six pack going right water now. jug. I'm gonna get a call from my mom later today. Yeah, I didn't have time to complaining play. about this water. Yeah, see, jug. yeah. Now you start now with with, with Harry's mom now. Yeah, well, I didn't start anything with anybody. I had to take the damn pill. All right, <laughs> probiotic. It's a probiotic. All right, probiotic. <laughs> now here's the thing. Don't you eat don't you eat don't you eat uh yogurt for that man? Yeah, you need yogurt, man. You need yogurt for that, bro. Yeah, I I live in 2021 where I could take a pill for anything. All right. Jeez, what do you do? You still subject yourself (laughs) to yogurt? I like yogurt. There's a pill for it. (laughs) Me too. All right. Now here's the thing. So you're out on you're out on yogurt now. I'm out on anything that I can substitute for a pill, all right, Jack? Until they make a Reese's cup pill, then I guess I'm stuck with that. But until then, I'll eat my veggies, the fruits, 
the yogurts, the juice, whatever it is, it comes in a nice cap. Oh, no. you're taking those veggies in the pill? The things? No, that... no, no, no. I'm just joking. I'm oh, joking. okay. Look, it's a probiotic. People take probiotics with yogurt and everything else all the time. Get out of here. It's probably a placebo well, more so than anything else. Yes. Well, I, I used to think that was just for women, but men do it now no, too, though. No, it's not at all. It's for human beings. <laughs> if you're one of those, then you can take them. Right? Yeah. If you're a ghoul that eats mayonnaise on your cheesesteak, then... I did that. <laughs> Love it. I did Love that. It. It's actually pretty good. Get out of here. It's really good, man. Mayo <laughs> on a cheesesteak? Yeah. Oh, man. Unbelievable, man. I mean, come on. Mayonnaise great... on, it, on anything is good. May You guys are, are advocating mayonnaise on a cheesesteak, and I don't yes. know what to do. Like, I'm about to walk off like that. All right? Can you, can you answer me one, one thing real quick? Because it is a good show, and I do enjoy it. You got I two minutes. Any you got two minutes, bro. Actually, we have a minute and 40. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm curious. Why does he talk so obviously low on that set when yeah. he's selling his crap cardboard pizza? Right. He's yelling and screaming or, or talking to the general, uh, the car yeah, insurance. Or yelling thing. at the right, general. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. It, I know. Honestly, it's, it, like, it's an act. It's it's all an act. It, it, uh, it's, it's well, everybody's acting up there show. with the except of Charles. No, Kenny. What's Charles Kenny's is not acting. That's Charles either. I don't think Kenny's acting, is he? Well, I don't think Kenny's acting either. Yeah. I think that's him. Kenny's legit, man. Yeah. Kenny Smith is uh, all city, brother. He's smooth, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Charles, man. Charles. Charles called me, man, when I was fishing with D Gun. He called How me. How long ago was this? Tape of the show. Oh, this is when I when, when I was doing quick slants before everybody. Well, got How long packed. ago? Uh, three years ago. All right. So, do you still have a working relationship? We can get him on. Yes. All right, let's do it. Wow. All right, how, how about this? It. We're going to take a quick one, Brian. All right, now, I saw that on the stream. We'll get back to that as well. Sixers and six. Here we go. Some new people popping in. Jason Murdoch. To get one more game on us. Just slept on them. We just make some adjustments. We'll be good. Look, we need to figure this out as well. Maybe we'll get some help from the stream. Ron Culver back in Houston producing on Sports Map Radio always has some good ideas when – we call upon them, but we need to create this bet for Barrett and Ryan Neff. Now it can't be money, all right? Right. right. And we already got a six pack going, man. Uh, choice. Six pack is weak. Come on, you guys couldn't do better. Than six that. pack of what? Seriously, yeah. six pack of picks. What's coming up next? <laughs> <laughs> it's the what? We're live on the Jacob Media. Well, you know all about that. Come on, the six pack of picks. It locked up six pack of picks. It's the middle on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Broadcasting live from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studios. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town, also across the country and world on Sports Map Radio. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you. 
when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Fucking fought. <laughs> I just went to the website to see how they how they spell that. Huck and fought. Gets you in a little trouble there, huh? Yeah, you could. They got the cherryaki too. That sound pretty good. Yeah. Tropical heat. Cranberry infused smokehouse turkey, Barrett. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. So I did see even money on the series. Beyond that, we have two pretty big stories to talk about. The LA Clippers move on. Yep. And they got everything they asked for which really was nothing they asked for and a near a scare Mm -hmm. to say the least. And look, Luca, like we see a lot of these guys, Trey Young's going to be the same thing when he can't get out of the second round. Great talent, amazing talent, but Dame Lillard, even with the help of CJ, you can't do it even with another guy. You're at this point, you're going to need two or three guys, depending on how good the other guys are just to compete right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's no, absolutely, man. No doubt about it. I'm really looking forward, though, to uh, this Western Conference Series, Denver and Phoenix. I think that's going to be awesome. Well, we got that tonight. Yep. Yep. I can't wait, man. Brooklyn, I mean, this, will, this... Brooklyn will win again tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do as well. Yep. That, you know, look. Only I, two stars? Yeah, hardened with the hamstring, but uh, they'll still yeah. win. You know what's crazy, though, is, and, and you saw this in this game, sometimes, and Barrett, I'm sure, right, you, you take pleasure or joy in seeing people just execute something fundamental. 
because a lot of times when you're so good to be playing on a professional level, you can get away with it. That's why guys have these crazy yep. batting stances and it doesn't matter. They do everything you're told not to do and they can mm -hmm. still hit for three fifths. They're just that good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The Nets could get away with not moving the ball the way they do, but my God, the way in which they space the ball is like some high school coach's dream, probably like a wet dream, if I can say that on the radio. It's amazing how much space there is, and they love to move the ball. Just watch. They make mm -hmm. the second, the third, the fourth pass, and it's guys like Durant or Irving making that fourth or fifth pass. It's like Durant gets the ball in the corner, realizes that Joe Harris could get be even more open if mm -hmm. he just takes a step and passes it. It's crazy how self how selfless, part of me, the Nets are, and that's what really scares me, man. Yes, you take Harden out, Milwaukee, Philadelphia should be able to beat them in a series, but, man, I don't know at this point. Yeah, it's scary well, when you have that much talent together and really no ego. Yeah, like, they, I thought they, that was going to be a, a serious problem, man. Right. You know, right. you would think that, you know, especially playing with Irvin. Mm -hmm. You would think Kyrie would want to be the man. <laughs> you would think that, you know, that – you know, the three of those guys together will command the ball at all times. But no, they'll, yeah, the, they'll give to a guy like Joe. You well, know what I mean? There's not enough basketballs to go around. Right, kind of right, thing. right. Yeah. And, and what really, you know, made me look at that team differently is the way they played defense. They played out and out great defense. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Who's calling? Is that Charles Barkley? No, this, this, this is Royal Home Furniture. Uh -oh. oh boy! Are you getting stuff delivered today? Oh yeah, I'm supposed to. Oh yeah, stuff for the kids. Maybe they're at the front door. Probably. No. <laughs> I think that might yeah. be it. Oh, but we also have we also have to talk about this Julio James. Yeah, well, uh, Julio Jones and, trade. Exactly. I was going to try and just wrap the door on that uh, quick NBA stuff here. Okay. And uh, dive a little deeper into. Julio. Oh well, yeah. Well, we'll get to Julio, but um, I, you know, we didn't get to this defense that um the Nets are playing now. Where did this come from? They played straight defense. Yes, they did. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Well, look, the Bucs, I think, really did not take advantage at all of an opportunity, even though they were up one after one. Muhammad, by the way, asking who still has that ringtone. <laughs> that's that's like your standard ringtone, isn't it? Yeah, that, it hadn't been changed on my yeah. phone. I don't change ringtones either. Me neither, man. Well, I, just, I, I have. We have our answer. Both Harry and Barrett. Have <laughs> yeah, I have the same one. There you have it. Hey, Barrett, Barrett is not alone. No, I'm mean, yeah. changing for what? I mean, right? Fact, I probably, you know, look. <laughs> I probably wouldn't know how to change it anyway. I wouldn't know how to do it. <laughs> I'm sure you could change your ringtone. Don't well, give yourself. I, I mean, I would need someone to to guide me. I'm, of course, I could do it, but I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't know how to right now to go right into this phone and do it. Okay, okay. I'm just curious. Yeah. Absolutely curious. That's all. Do you have specific ringtones for certain people on your phone? No, that's I, that's too common. You know what I need? I need a ringtone that says. Every no cussing. Yeah. No. Yeah, you need a Geico <laughs> commercial as a ringtone. Here's the thing. That would last, I think, about two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then you, not even on purpose, inadvertently, would destroy that commercial for you. Yeah, you'd hate it. Yeah, you would. Yeah. You absolutely would. So yeah. be careful with your I, I can never hate that. You say that now. I thought the same thing when I started working at Domino's Pizza. Mm -hmm. Could never hate this. Uh, you know, give it some time. Yeah. Right? Although those wings, man. 
Because I know some guys that have specific ringtones for like their significant other. Like yeah. when, you know, when the wife what? calls or the, yeah. And it's some like, you know, da, 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 you know, one of those th- deals. Or like know the, exactly uh, who it is. Star Wars, right? Yeah. That's the crowd favorite for the, <laughs> Bro. For the wife huh? or the significant <laughs> other. Huh? You know, whatever the, right. I mean, that's really what it is. Right. Death march that you get. Jeez. Or the price is right thing. Boom, yep. boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> that would be an avoidable one. Absolutely avoidable one. I think you're right. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we do have odds, speaking of which. A lot of odds have shifted. A lot of things have come out. And even looking at the Super Bowl, now that Julio Jones was traded to Tennessee, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people here mistakenly thinking that the Eagles were in some sort of bidding war I don't even right, think, right. I even see that. But let's hope, let's preemptively shut that down. And then look, there are some interesting storylines that pop with this year because the Titans were already expected to be good. So we'll keep it here rolling on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Give us a like, share, make sure you subscribe to all the stuff going on here. We're back in three on Sports Map Radio as well. Yeah, I think just, you know, looking at it, from the standpoint of the Titans, man, they went from 40 to one to 25 to one. I see 35 to one down to 30 to one here on okay. point with, with points bet. Okay. Yeah. So this is the illegal one that I'm looking at. Uh, bet, bet MGM. They went from 40 to 25 to one. Look, and, here's the thing. I'm sorry, Harry. No, go ahead. I think the one thing you look at immediately with the arrival of Julio Jones down there is a team that already has some pretty good talent at that position. AJ Brown's great. That's what I was going to say. Like AJ Brown might have an MVP year if he's good enough for the first six or seven weeks until teams realize that Julio ain't Julio. And then it might switch back to Julio. Point being is this. Look at the difference between what the Colts are now, guys versus like the unknown we don't know how good Carson can be he could be really really good he could just be better than last year like there's a big unknown there versus if the Titans are healthy think about what this does for their running game I mean my god Derrick Henry could be the biggest beneficiary for this really no question okay I mean that's how do you not take them at least to win this division oh yeah no doubt I mean they are uh before the trade, they were twenty-two to one to win the AFC. They're now twelve to one. Wow! For the AFC, so you have to take you you have to take um, you know someone out of the box with Julio out there mm-hmm. and AJ out there. So now this guy's gonna be running in a seven-man box, six-man box. They were playing with nine-man boxes sometimes against Derrick Henry. Right. Now you're forced to take somebody out that box. Yeah. So he's running with a light box now. Oh man, this 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 is gonna be crazy. That now team they lost their really good. They lost their tight end in the off season. Yeah, they did. He was pretty good, and Corey Davis is no longer on that team. No. So no. I I don't know that they're a better team. Well, right. I right. think you get more. You should get more from Julio than you got from Corey Davis. Not to say Corey Davis was bad, but he was all right too. Yeah, but I think that's an upgrade personally. The tight end, look, mm. losing um, losing the tight end to New England mm-hmm. because he was a he was a target that Ryan Tannehill likes. But I think to to the point about Derrick Henry is everything just makes it so much easier for these guys. Mm-hmm. 
everything. And that's not stopping. Like, Derrick Henry isn't going to fall off the face of the earth this year unless he gets hurt. Did this change any MVP odds with regards to a guy like Henry? No, but to Tannehill it did. Tannehill, okay. From 40 to 1 to 25 to 1. I should Mm -hmm. see as far as Henry is concerned. Well, their offensive line is still stacked. Yep. Yeah. As Taylor Luan missed some time last year. He missed the season. Yeah, so he did. he's back. He's back. Because we remember we were talking about our boy that's there. Is he still there? Let me second see if he's still Kelly? there. Kelly? Dennis, Dennis, Dennis yeah. Kelly? But as Muhammad he's says on now. the stream, the defense was their problem. He's right. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. The Eagles were never going to get the Julio Jones sweepstakes. They were never going to be in that regard. And I think it's just more of a realization of where this team is right now. But look, this is exciting news when it comes down. You have a big trade. We knew Julio was out. That was inevitable in Atlanta. It was just a matter of where you started hearing a lot of things, right? Cook up over the weekend about Nashville, about the Titans. It goes down. And now everybody's going crazy about the Titans and how good they can be and everything regarding it. And look, there, there's a little bit of me where I go back and think, okay, it sucks, right? I mean, like this, this is another stone cold reminder. It's like, where you're in class or you're in school, I don't know, grade school, middle school, and your friend is bragging about getting the PS5. I got the PS5, PS5, and you have to go home to ColecoVision. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. This is a, it's just a, you're happy for your buddy. You, you're going to watch. You'll probably subscribe to his Twitch channel to watch him play Madden. But you know you're freaking <laughs> miserable when you have to go back to ColecoVision and play Space Invaders. And that's kind of how I feel as an Eagles fan today. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think that the Titans are going to win as many Super Bowls as the Eagles next year. None. Yeah. I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl enough. either with Julio Jones. You're watching meaningful football, though. No, they won't. You, you have a hope that they'll make the playoffs. We'll see. You know, yeah. you meaningful football. Don't reduce it, Harry, to where nah. Super Bowl or not. Come on. Well, that's, that's what it is in this well, town. It, not for you, though. Sorry. But I you guys really think that, you know, if we right. if we would have went out and got him, if we would have no, went and got Julio? No, no, no. No, no, no. That's oh, what okay. I'm saying. So, I'm, it's, no, Barrett, let me clarify. It's not that I wanted them to get Julio Jones. It's not that at all. I know that they had no chance of it. It's just a sobering reminder of how bad this Eagles team really will be this year. And maybe it's a fact-finding year, and I get it. But it's just kind of a reminder that we don't have as much meaningful football to watch nearly yeah. as the team who was just in the news yesterday and today. That's all. That kind yeah. of sucks. I mean, if you want to combine yeah, yeah. it. With the Eagles, you know, the Eagles fan, this is actually might be good for them if they don't want to see Carson Wentz go too far in the playoffs. Cause this, you know, this this move could, you know, has an adverse effect on the Colts, no? In that division. It's a good point. It it, it I don't think that, you know, I mean they, they they squared their defense up pretty good. You know, if you if you look at their defense now. Colts. Yeah. No, not the Colts, but um the Tennessee. Titans. Yeah. They went I got Bud Dupree. Oh, that's, that's right. Uh, that's right. You know, that's so they right. got Bud Dupree. Yeah. Um, they, you know, the Khalif Fairley is their corner now. Yeah, they drafted him. Yeah. 
Yep, in the first round. Yep. Um, you know, so I mean, they're looking all right. Well, know? they needed upgrades on defense. Yeah, they did. They got yeah. Janoris Jenkins uh, on the other side of Fairley. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's it's, it's it, they're looking good. They're moving in the right direction. They got a new coach. You know? I mean, it's going to be a whole new system. Or no, Arthur Smith, he went to Atlanta, right? They're, they yeah. lost their offensive coordinator to Atlanta. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah, that was the other, other way around. That's but, you cool. know, I mean, that's they're heading in the right direction. When you look at us and the way where our roster is built, offensive side of the ball, I think we're going to be all right. You know, even, you know, with, with, with everything we're talking about, with the quarterback situation mm-hmm. and, you know, offensive-minded coach, I, I think that they'll be going in the right direction. Defensively, I just don't think we have enough horses in the stable, especially at the uh, at defensive yeah. backs, man. And especially with all the upgraded still. talent at wide receiver in the division. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> man. So, well, that's what I mean, I mean. Be a- it's deflating today yeah. because you're you're basically in fact finding mode. Yeah, and yeah. That, that, look, this is research mode. This is like you doing all of the research before going on and, and being with the bright lights and acting it out. I mean, that nobody wants to sit there and mine for four or five hours and read and cut and paste. Stuff this is the drudgery. It's it drudgery. Is. Yes. It it's, it's work. Sure. It's like work. Yes. And that's what this will be this year. It will be a chore for us to watch football. Because, so it was last year. Well, it differently. No, last, last year was a like, chore. Yeah. Last this year, year you have to go up and clean your room. This is like, okay, it's, <laughs> Maybe chore is a different term I should use, right? Because last year was like, all right, you know, eat your broccoli or not getting any dessert or go up. No, and no, no. Room. It was straight punishment. You know what? You know what? Keep on acting up. I'm going to make you sit down and watch this Eagles defense. Yeah, That's could, what I'm going to do. I couldn't <laughs> wait until 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoons because the Eagles game was over. You know, I was waiting for that 425 <laughs> primetime game. You know, the Eagles are done. I've, I've, I've already written my notes up for their game, and I can just put it to bed. Yeah. And uh, enjoy well, see, some I football. Do that. <laughs> That's what was I, 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 I had a, today. I had a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, it, 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 it's it a, became That's a chore taxing. doing a post game for a bad football yeah. team. It's taxing. Well, you know, it's – If you have callers – It's almost then, easier because you can – Yeah. No, but see, there's no callers. It's just you know, all right, it's just a shouting match on who can who can be pissed off the most. Whether it's 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 me, whether it's Mike, whether it's Seth, you know, is you know, we we always had somebody that was going to complain just as much as somebody else. So you know, it was easy in that aspect. You could talk trash about the Eagles about how bad they were. I mean, it was just a plethora of information of why bad how bad they were. But you know, it wouldn't. Watching this, we, we're gonna we're gonna be learning more so than anything with this this year's team. That's right. I'm gonna watch it just for that. It's just it's not fun, and yeah, yeah. you know you're you're just hoping for moments. And look, there will be moments. There will be moments. We hope that Jalen Hurts will prove himself or continue to prove himself. That Devontae Smith will come out and live up at least to some early hype. Not all. It's really difficult to do all of that right away, but. Miles Sanders makes a return to reality. I mean, there are going to be some expectations where guys fulfill it here. Maybe Sirianni, the defense, the special teams. Well, how about right. Jalen Rager? You forgot about him. He was the I number did. one pick a year ago. <laughs> well, yeah, he should, right. he should be at that point. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's, it's going to – we also know it's going to take time. And you look at new – I don't know. I don't know how – if people just maybe don't even react to yesterday's news about Julio because they know that it's just going to go down that path of – self-loathing as an Eagles fan to, to realize that there's a tough one ahead of you, but 
I mean, look, it's well, hard to deny what they did either. The Eagles defense won't have to worry about him week one. That's true. You know, there's <laughs> right. another benefit. <laughs> well, He's you know, still I'm just worried about Roddy White. Yeah, what I'm, I'm gonna sit back. Uh, you said Roddy White. <laughs> Roddy White. Jesus. How about but that? Hey, guy? <laughs> but hey, I'm, I'm just sitting back, you know, and I'm looking Landon Dickerson becoming a Pro Bowl in his first year. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you know, what I mean, according to everybody, you know, this kid's supposed to be the next Pro Bowl uh, guard center. Well, where's he gonna play? Uh, are they That's gonna get? Saying. Are they gonna move on from like a Brandon Brooks before the season uh, the season starts? I doubt that seriously because nobody will really take his contract right now. So he'll be here. Mm-hmm. But he may he's still a top three guard in the league. Well, I mean, if he goes out and plays even close to where he played, he'd still be a top guard in the league. So yeah. I don't want him to go anywhere. I mean, Sam yeah. Malo probably up for he's up for a contract. I think they're hoping so, you know, he retires, to be honest with you. And then when that guy retires, no. they'll be able to slide him in moving forward. But they're not, to your point, they're not going to be able to trade contracts. Right. Jason Kelsey, no. Brandon Brooks, these guys aren't. Lane, Lane Johnson, you don't want going anywhere anyway. But So what do they try to convince move. Kelsey to retire right. so they can move Sayamalu over to center and put this kid in at guard? Yeah, you know, it looks. It's like yeah. you know, Jason, yeah. you take as much time as you want. You play another season. Yeah, Kelsey's earned the right. He has. I know he played poorly last year, but a lot of people played poorly last yeah. year. So I'd be willing to say, if I'm the team, not my call anyway as a fan, but I'm saying with the team, I'd be willing to say, all right, you come back next year. Let's see what happens. And he seems like the type of guy to where if he's fallen off the face of the earth anyway, probably would try and, and move on from that scenario. But at the same time, if he feels like he can still play, he might be better in that waning off period than land uh than dickerson may be coming in i we don't know i guess like with this contract he's probably gonna pay they're probably gonna pay him what close to 10 million dollars next year so i mean i wouldn't be going anywhere anyways for that much cheese i'm staying right here i'm playing <laughs> as long as they let me he's probably making 10 grand i mean 10 million this year you think so or close to it wow yeah close to it yeah man that's a nice little so why would you leave bonus <laughs> I'm gonna squeeze out as much as I can, bro. Right. Just squeeze out as many years as much as, I as can. my body will allow. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing, man. But he still he he still plays at a high level. It's just everybody sucks. I mean, can you imagine playing with guards? You don't even you barely even know their name, mm-hmm. and they're playing next to you. You know what I mean? I mean, that's tough, man. It's it's hard to play with people that you know you really don't have a chemistry with. And he really didn't have a you know chemistry with with Herbig. You know, or, or remember the kid Brown that came out while Carson getting his head ripped off and he's fixing his gloves. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Talking about a patchwork offensive line. I, he was running for his life. Mm-hmm. They started a rookie at left tackle the first game. I mean, that, that's just the worst thing I've seen in my life, man. That that offensive yeah. line was the worst I ever saw, man. He's a rookie. But then that's I started seeing, yeah. Come back with a new uh, attitude this year, Barrett. I'm telling you, he's uh, out to prove you wrong. Yeah. He and the Atlanta Hawks. See, here's the thing. Barrett has been wrong about a bunch of stuff. So now I think maybe he might be wrong about this. The Carson Wentz trade, the Atlanta Hawks <laughs> stuff. I mean, man, the things come in threes. Uh-oh. Saying Brooks. Uh-oh. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Being wrong, but stupid mistakes of being wrong. You know, we just let, we let a franchise quarterback just walk <laughs> out the door. I mean, either way you look at it, the amount of money that's hit against the cap for this kid is thirty million dollars. Is just just gone right now from the cap from a player that's not even on the roster. Yeah. 
Now, because they were ignorant, doesn't necessarily make my wrong really wrong because their ignorance sent the franchise quarterback out of there, and now there's nobody in his place, and $32 no, $34 million is still on the cap for a player that's not here. Now, that's idiotic, so I'm wrong that they're an idiot. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. I'll take look, that. Look. I'll take that. There are many means to the same end, my friend. <laughs> right, right. You know what? I mean, that's stupid. You know, why not just have him here? Why not just have him just be a backup? I mean, he ain't going to do anything to anybody on the team. He could have just been a backup. So what? But at the end of the day, man, that was a, that's a stupid move by the Eagles. It was idiotic. They might get a first round of next year. They might yeah. not. You never know. Carson might get hurt the third game. Okay. Then it's a second round pick instead of a first round pick. Just, just make so, sure. Yeah. That's all. I'll, yeah. I'll be that dude that's wrong in that. But if he does get hurt, and I hope he doesn't, uh, if right. he does, can't you sit there and say, you know, hey, I'm even now I'm more glad or glad that they did get rid of him because he's he just proved again that he's injury prone and that would have yes. happened here. Correct. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. You know, but I mean, it's just, it just it is what's the nature of the beast. Yeah. It's the nature of the beast. Yeah, look, I love it, man. I love it. All right. We got to take a quick one here on the network. We're going to ride the hour out still on the Jacob Media YouTube page here for the middle. Again, a reminder. Oh, hold on. He just said I'm wrong a lot. I'm wrong a lot. Yeah, you, were wrong about you, you were wrong about the Hawks, and now you're going to be wrong about this latest thing with, what is it, Dickerson here? Yeah, Landon Dickerson. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just breaking it down in threes, clusters <laughs> of threes, okay? Now, look, all I'm right. going to go down the list of all the stuff we're wrong about because I'm sure I might be in the lead. I'm just using this specifically with the parameters that I've selfishly created. Yeah. It'd be uh, major stuff that I'm wrong with, huh? Trey Young's going <laughs> to drop 50 in game two. I, I would take the over. Although, I, I don't know. I, I do think the Sixers are going to throw everything. So, yes, I'll, I'll just bet based off where Barrett's gut is. How about that? So, we'll wrap the hour next coming up on sports map radio it is the middle and we're broadcasting live from the fritz and being cooley law studio if you know someone who suffered a personal injury contact brian fritz directly tough lawyer for a tough town in the middle sponsored by pure bull beef jerky get yours now go to steersnacks.com i'm just saying you know there's there's there are things here there are things here i Look, I don't know what you guys expect from Julio. What is he, 33 now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? 32. Some, he's 32? I, but I think he might be 33 by the season or something. I just turned 32. Right. Oh, he, he did? He yeah. did? Oh, okay. Yeah, in February. So he's 32 coming in there. I do wonder what teams, like, who came in second? Do we know? In the sweepstakes? Was there, yeah, was there another team that was, like, actively pursuing him and then failed? I did. Well, they didn't. They didn't get their first round pick that they were seeking. No, kind of figured they wouldn't. They got what a second and a fourth, I think. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there was another team or two in there. But I I can't believe people thought that they were actively being sought by the by the Eagles. No, not by the Eagles. Yeah. I would imagine would 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 New England have been one of the teams? I was thinking about that. Yep. They have a lot to offer in that regard. Yeah. They have a lot of money still under the cap. They were cap strapped last year. They're they're, they're going through with the Eagles. We're, the Eagles went are going through now what they went through last year. I'm sure and Aaron Rodgers no was hoping that Gutekunst was involved in that. Yes, but he probably <laughs> wasn't. Maybe Seattle. Uh Seattle. I don't know. I don't know who was willing to give up. 
you know what I mean? Like, who was actually willing to give up? And you know how they feel about draft picks, man. Mm-hmm. Your goal teams, you know, yeah, teams mm-hmm. don't want to give them draft picks up. But I mean, Calvin Ridley's the number one receiver on that Falcons team, anyway. Right now, yep. Yeah, he was when even last With year. Yep. Yeah. They got a nice. I mean, they still got a nice little roster, man. With the addition of, you know, Kyle Pitts. In. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in to see how he's going to be used by that new coach. Right. He might. They might move him to receiver. I know. You know, he might go to receiver. Look at our receivers, man. I'm, how, you know, how about that for a matchup in the red zone? A six-six uh, yeah. wide receiver tight end against some five-foot-eleven cornerback. Yeah, but weighs a buck eighty. This guy's like six six, two thirty five, and runs just like like a throwing deer. them around. Yeah, yeah, you know, just throwing guys around and out jumping them. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's almost like Megatron, man. I tell you what, man. Megatron back in the day was un like Moss was the same way. I mean, he his strides were so long that it didn't look like he was running fast, but mm-hmm. he was eating up cushion. I can remember when I was playing for Detroit, and we played him twice a year, and um. You know, both our corners said that they would line up not eight yards from him. They'd line up like 10 yards from him and just go into a, a complete back pedal. Right at, right at the still snap. Out. <laughs> right at the snap. And he'd still outrun them to the, uh, to the end zone. Wow. Nadal down right now. First set might be good to jump in. Oh, boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> French Open. Right, right, right. Oh. Man. Made a killing yesterday <laughs> off Serena's loss. Mm-hmm. Mm. What do you got? I'm, I just gave you something. Oh, here we go. Are you there? Is anybody there? Is just me? No, I'm here. Right. I'm looking at this Ryan Neff uh, blast. Mayo on a cheesesteak or wagering on Brooks' prediction that the Sixers win four straight. Well, for these guys, they both admit. Yeah. To I've already Mayo done the first thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Not me. I- I do it religiously. Oh, so you that is your thing. Is yes, that's my it. thing. See, yes, I did it thing. once or twice back when I was in uh, in college and I actually no. thought it tasted good. But then I, I realized how many how many calories I was yes. like, adding I to the cheesesteak. I don't even care. I, no, I got to have the mayo there, bro. Oh, got to have the mayo. I I am just I I go to you as a chef, as somebody who has culinary experience, yeah, credentials. Value. Yeah, this is this is disappointing, bro. But you have to understand where I started off from. I started off from steakums. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't you know matter. Like mayo is mayo. Forget the type of meat. You just don't like mayo, though. Yeah, yeah he hates mayo. But yeah. mayo on a steak, like you understand, the steak is sacred here, right? People, oh, they go crazy over yeah. what we had. It's that sacrilegious steak. to do. It that. is. Yeah, you can't do that. You uh, cannot do thing, that. Bro. I'm sorry. This is this is ridiculous. You don't use a one either, do you? No. Look, if you season I, me your meat properly, yeah. your protein, season your meat. Go ahead and say, that sounds like a, a missing Elliotism, right? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and season your meat. <laughs> you can see him yelling at somebody like that. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, if you're eating, A1. you know, quality beef, you don't need A1 on it. You don't need right. mayo or ketchup. I mean, we've we've had this conversation. All right. Now, look, we're coming back for the second hour and we've got more. When it comes to the fallout or the trickle down effect from what you have with 
Julio Jones. And we should get into this Carson Wentz thing because I think it does impact a lot. The Eagles and the rest of the AFC South, by all means. And there's a story that I just don't think I'm going to wait for fake news tomorrow. I think I'm going to preemptively just get it out because we need to talk about somebody trashing a restaurant naked. And trust me, it's worth your time. Those are the two things that I got. Is it in Florida? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> We're back. It's the middle. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and hit that notification bell. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. So this all guy went the distance in that fight. Yeah, but it was, I mean, that was an easy one to call, right? Because like Mayweather's an actor, right? That guy can make anybody look good. He's he's a tactician. So right. The idea here was to sell this fight, not as Paul being a legit fighter, but if you paid 50 bucks that you were going to sit there for you know, the entirety of it. Like, yeah, you're going to get an hour's worth of entertainment exactly. out of it. Exactly. This wasn't going to be a, 
you know, one punch third round Mike Tyson thing where everybody's pissed off. Right. They're legit trying to sell this. It's called white collar boxing where they take people who have never fought professionally that are celebrities and they get in the ring and they fight people. Wow. Mayweather's like, you know, and, and look, this is the evolution of Mayweather as well. I mean, he will always be a draw in the ring. He could fight a bear. He could fight a YouTube star and people would pay money. Right. Right. So from Mayweather's standpoint, it's like, all right, I'll, I'll give you an example. At the time he was huge. He's not now, but like MC Shan did this guest hit on this, uh, this guy snow. Remember that song informer? MC Shan former, yeah. Yeah. boom boom bam. You know, remember that? No, I don't know that song. Fucking awful. It was the worst thing you've ever heard before in your life. This right. guy from Toronto, this white guy from Toronto doing a, a Jamaican-esque song. Jamaican. Right? Yeah. You know, so Aliki Boom Boom Bam. Right. That's terrible. <laughs> right. Awful. Awful. Just like, terrible. My God, it was brutal. So you had MC Shan who originated the bridge wars with KRS one, which is one of the most historic battles in the sense of like the original battle. This was the original beef. Now there were boys and all of that. It was contrived and everything for it, but this was something that created Bronx versus Queens and KRS one represented the Bronx and MC Shan represented Queens. And you had the entire borough of current rappers at the time behind them. And it was this huge movement in hip hop that's looked at as like one of the biggest historic movements. So Shan was a legend and he's, he lent himself to that track and it was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it was like, dude, my, I'm, I'm so Teflon right now that even I could do that and, and wouldn't take a hit. And that's what Mayweather is like. Mayweather could fight anybody and mm -hmm. people would still show up and, and watch him fight no matter what it's insane. Wow. like ridiculous. And he could lend his name like Shan did to that god-awful song and fight Logan or Aaron or whatever the hell the guy's name is, Paul. And Mayweather's legacy doesn't get hurt from this. Nobody looks back and says, you know, Floyd Mayweather is the best pound-for-pound -pound fighter in the history of the sport. But he also fought that Paul guy, so I can't really put him at the top. Well, no, but it, it was like two of, the mo two of the least liked people in the ring. Yeah, like I, it, it, it's hard to root for either of those guys. Think about it, though. Mayweather might have been the sympathetic guy in all of it, which is insane. Yeah. And maybe that's why Mayweather took that. I, I, I thought that, you know, the guy disrespected his his um his baby mother who's passed away or something like that also. Who did? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Father took his hat. Yeah, yeah. Starts now. Man. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, here we go. Third and final thing we need to get out of here. Beyond, of course, the... I don't know why I keep going back to Roddy White. 
But yeah, what 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 is this with you and Roddy White? I don't know. What is it with me? He's been out of the league for how many years? What's he doing right now? At least five years. He might be doing afternoons in Atlanta on a, some you know sports station. For all I know, right, right. He had some good personality. He was a baller too. He was a baller. Yeah, yeah. Well, in 2014, was White too. was criticized for reneging on a public bet he tweeted regarding a Duke win in the 2014 NCAA championship. White promised season tickets front row at the 50-yard line. When White lost the bet, he offered a ticket to a Bears game instead, while later upheld his end of the deal and more, including two Super Bowl tickets, stating, quote, we have talked about it for days while people were just speculating and being a father, you have to be responsible for your actions. That's the latest entry in Roddy White and the saga of Roddy White. So, so why would he be on your the tip of your tongue? Because I mistakenly said Roddy White instead of Calvin Ridley, and I just came back to it. I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. This wow. whole cheesesteak thing has, has me just... Uh, yeah, I'm, the mayo I'm, on the cheesesteak has thrown you. I'm really disappointed with today's show, honestly. I mean, <laughs> so I, am I. I, I in fact, I was disappointed with today's show before we even had the show. Well, that's fair. I, yeah. You share the same results as everybody else then you're you know you're just like the audience oh, right shoot i came here for this and this is yeah. what i got i mean well, that's that's the way i felt yesterday when i came in from playing golf and saw that the sixers were already down 15 points and the game just started thanks <laughs> yes yeah, I, I got so mad man i was i was just hot i was just mad and, and and the whole time i'm thinking to myself i'm i'm not even gonna pick my phone up because i know i'm getting just Max text by both of you guys. Just, well, no, just ran in the I dirt. don't think anybody texted anything. Then. No, but I, I no, do want to know if Aton, were you watching Twitter during the Sixers game? Because no. I bet the Sixers Twitter must have been apoplectic. No, I was part of that game. Uh, I was in a Slack, as I told you, with two guys that I work with, Lofty, who's been on the show a bunch, yeah, and Ben, who is a savant when it comes to tennis and ponies and a bunch of other stuff. So uh -huh. I was taking. I was just taking betting advice and knocking them down, huh? one after another. No, I, w I wasn't watching Twitter. My God, no, I would stay away from that. Because it because why? Yeah. Why? Why? I, I can't. No, I can't suffer through that. It was more just watching the game. Also, I was on the road, too. So I was right. trying to get up and around to Long Island. Remember, I didn't leave until really late last mm. night. So on my way up, I got buried in traffic on the New Jersey Turnpike, Staten Island, into Brooklyn, Queens, all the way up to Long Island. So I was basically in the car having the YouTube TV audio pump through my car, much like how people should be listening to the middle. I mean, look. To this show, yeah. This is a perfect example of how easy it is to drive around and have us on in your car because I'm locked in traffic. I was not making it to my destination by the half at all for the Sixers game. So I'm in the car for the next four hours. I want to know at least what's going on, not listening it to on the radio since I'm out of market. So I just go to YouTube TV, play it, connect it with the Bluetooth or the aux, however you connect to your car. Right. It's like when you make a phone call to somebody, it's that easy. And you hit play, you put the phone down so you don't need to watch it and you can just listen. Right. That's it. You don't need yeah. to see us. As no, you, you can consume traffic. the middle show in your car just auto with the audio. Absolutely. It's or, really easy. Or the Sports Map radio app. Correct. Audio-wise there. Yeah. But I think from a – here's the thing. We need the views 
So we'll tell you to go to the Jacob Media YouTube page on, especially since we're in break on the network, and watch us. Even hit a like. That's what you should do, right? Hit a like. Make sure you subscribe. And then the third thing is push play. And make sure you put the phone on the seat. You don't need to watch us. You're just driving around. I'm telling you, it's really easy. Really. I listen to the radio. You shouldn't be listening to the radio. There's no excuse anymore about only listening to the radio. It doesn't mean you can't ever listen to the radio. I'm just saying there's no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> 91 LSXers. <laughs> May fight, uh, Mayweather's fighting RuPaul next. <laughs> RuPaul? Is that right? <laughs> he might beat his ass, bro. <laughs> Wow. Is oh, that, my goodness. It, it's, it's that much of a circus? Yeah. Like, it, it, Seriously? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know if boxing could ever recover from that. They're making oh, money, though. They've gotten no. completely down the, like, just Skip Bayless, Stephen A mode. Of right. Just, just blasting this most ridiculous crap. And people are going to shovel it right up and eat it. They'll take as well, bro. high as they can stack this shit. They'll take it and eat it. Well, I've been, I've been, I'm still on the, uh, <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> what, what is with Barrett today? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Bro, I thought we, I thought we were live and I thought you thought we were live also. <laughs> nope. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> on the sports map. Oh, man. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yeah, Barrett, you are in rare form today, man. Bro, I mean, you just got to get through it, man. At this point, I'm just still just so pissed off at the Sixers, man. You have no idea. Really? How mad I am. Well, right how now. much yeah. he, I am. How much uh, of this should go on Doc? A lot. Yeah. A lot of it. That's I what agree. I'm saying. A lot of it. I agree. That's why I said Doc Doc made some terrible decisions, man. I mean, why does it take till the second half to put somebody that can really play defense on the, you know, probably the, you know, the quickest one of the quickest players on the on the court? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's ridiculous. At least make him earn it. He wasn't he, he wasn't even trying to earn it. He was just doing what he wanted to do against Green. Trey did what he wanted to do. At least put somebody on him that he at least has to rush his shot or yeah. has to make a perfect hey. shot, you know? Green is I mean, old. they were hitting anything anyway. Right. He's exactly. old. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, if you want an old person on, they put, can, you know. Can you imagine what Trey Young was thinking? Like, are you seriously? Right. You're disrespecting me like this? You're putting this old man on me? You think he can guard and, me? And that's exactly the way he was playing. He was right. looking at him the same thing. He's like, yeah. he's going on court like. Yeah. Seriously? Like, Really? For real? Is this the best you got? I mean, I thought like, you guys had. Like, are you in the coach's doghouse? That's what, if I was Trey Young, that's what I would have said to Danny Green. Like, what did you do to piss him off? Because I'm going to bury you today. Do we know, by the way, who's ringing the bell for game two? Because I, don't, this, I do not. This might be one of those where you have to waste a top level guy, right? This might be one where I you who? have to come out. I, I, I don't who? know. Maybe it is an Iverson. Maybe you do have to throw down your trump card right away early on just to establish where you are in the hand. I, I don't know. Wow. I don't look, that was a disgrace. 
Now, they are going to win, so the argument, the counter to that is, look, Shander, you know they're going to win. You know they're going to get this victory. Still save that top one. Maybe you can slide somebody else in there. But, look, Meek Mill just came out, right? Wasn't he game one? What do you mean game one? It was Triple H. Oh, was it Triple H? I'm sorry. Triple H, yeah. I thought didn't Meek did game five, right? In the first round? I'm not sure. All right, so... Like, he's off the table. Pat Croce was involved. Mm-hmm. He's off the table. I thought Meek did it once. I'm sorry if I if I was wrong, but I thought he no, did it. No, but Triple H did it uh, yesterday. H. All right, so yeah. are we done with wrestlers? I Come on, we don't need another wrestler, right? We can't, bro. We can't. No? Well, I mean, you know. Unless who, it was The Rock. The Rock would probably be them. We don't have that many celebrities that are really connected to this town. A lot of them pander. Right. 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 You, know, you make a movie in this city, and every all of a sudden, everybody everybody thinks you're a Philly guy. Then <laughs> you're yeah. the yeah. best thing that's ever happened here. Oh, yeah. maybe we need to go with M. Night Shyamalan. No, maybe he can come. No, and bring the no. I'll tell you why. Because he made a piece of pile of steaming. You know what? Most of his stuff is a pile of steaming. <laughs> you know what? Even worse, Harry. All right. Sometimes at least the preview can still. What's the latest? All right. Have you what's seen the, this? What's the, what is what, the latest? What was the name of the okay. latest one? So a lot of times, you know what happens, right? Where you still go back to the well. Oh, man. Yeah, that Bruce Willis. I love Bruce Willis. Well, the, the movie's called Hostage. You don't know anybody else in it. You don't know the director. It's probably going to be awful. You still go. You still go see stuff because of why it, it hooks you. And I think for M. Night, a big thing that he was doing is cheating, using the smoke and mirrors of his movies and just cropping it down to an insane preview. And I mean, like mm-hmm. the more recent stuff, right? This one looks atrocious and it's going to be blamed or part of the blame is why people aren't going back to the theaters. Not because of COVID or all this other stuff. It's because why would you spend $25 to see a movie called Old where you're trapped on some desert island and every 30 minutes of time that goes by. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I saw the preview. Now, come on. I'd rather you walk right up to me and just punch me square in the face. Seriously. I'd rather if I if those are my options today, I'd rather you drive up to my house, Barrett. You ring on the doorbell, I open it up, and you just punch me right in the face. If those are my two options today. I would I would prefer a punch right in the nose, too. I just looked it up. It's due out in (laughs) July. I don't recognize any actor in it. Come on. Come on, I, I, I want to hear preview, you. The, the previews looked amazing. Get out of here. No, I'm not going to see that. Okay. I wouldn't go see that, no. no I no. thought you were going to go see it. I mean, I mean, so, all right, so who who, who would we say? Will we have, um, who would we have come up to, to ring the bell then? What, what is this a Kevin Hart? Is this Kevin a Kevin Hart? Hart? That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, well, we already Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. Could be a Kevin Hart night. I think he or Bradley Cooper, those two guys you'd look at yeah, right, right now. You saved yep. Will Smith. Right. All right, just curious. Yeah. Just curious. Wow, there's a yeah. We lot. might have to go. They they might have to pull a Kevin Hart out this time. By the way, somebody close a lot to that. Of money on the Nets tonight. A lot of bets on the Nets, but not that much money. Is all of the money seems to be on the other side? All right, Kevin Hart's fine. I look. I'm okay with that as long as he's not busy doing another movie with The Rock or something. Yep. Absolutely, man. I'm just curious on that. Now, out, outside of that, you know, we've got another day or so to at least regroup there. So it's not the end of the world by any means. But there was something interesting you guys brought up earlier about this whole thing with Carson Wentz and how this thing could play out. But, you know, this did come out today and we should spend a lot of time on this. 
Eagles Wire tweets, the Eagles have internal concerns about Fletcher Cox. Could DT be playing final season in Philadelphia? Hmm. Now, Jeff McLean, I'm going to read you what McLean wrote in the Inquirer because this is something that at the very least deserves our attention. Mm -hmm. So McLean of the Inquirer is quoted, Cox hasn't been as consistent as the Rams defensive tackle, that being Aaron Donald, Nowhere particularly close. the last two years. Injuries haven't helped. Offseason foot surgery slowed him down at the start of the 2019 season. A neck injury pestered him during the second half of 2020. To his credit, he missed only one game over that span. There was a feeling among some coaches, however, that Cox wasn't maximizing his ability over that span or taking the necessary preventive steps in terms of his health, team sources said, and there is an internal concern that he won't take the extra steps as he enters his 30s to retire in Philadelphia. Wow, so he's not doing the things uh, in the offseason that they want him to do to well, maintain his body? The necessary preventive steps in terms of his health, internal concern he won't take the extra steps as he enters his 30s to retire in Philly. Wow. Now, that is in juxtaposition with the statement that ended the first paragraph, which is, to his credit, he missed only one game over that span. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, you know, you have to give Cox some benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, look, this dude is getting paid a lot of money. And if they're expecting Aaron Donald results, then how much of that is just setting the bar too high in the first place? Yeah, he's he's never been hey, look Aaron Donald. He's not. Yeah, he's never been. How many times was he a, a double um, double digit sack guy? I mean, he he hovers right around eight sacks a year. Mm -hmm. Let me check this out, man. But I mean, th this sounds like. Uh, are you getting the idea, Aton, that this is you know sent basically from the organization through yep. Jeff McClain? Yep. We're sending the yes. message to the fan base that get ready, he's not going to be here long. Right. He's not a part of our future beyond really. maybe right. this year. Right. That's what it smells like to me. Doesn't it? Yeah. All right. 2019, he had 3.5 sacks. Mm -hmm. Last year, 6.5 sacks. I hate to do it. He had one double digit. He's only had one double digit year. Yeah. And that was in 2018. Was that the contract year? He had yeah. 10 and a half sacks. So real quick, Barrett, as you, as you look at that and kind of compute what's going on here, all of us as we get this stuff, here's what I would say is they can tell us all they want about their plans to get better, to get better, to get better. But if you're looking to compete for a Super Bowl, are you trying to move on from Fletcher Cox this year? He's Aren't still the most dominant. Yeah. He's still the right? most dominant defensive lineman we have on the team. Without yeah. a doubt, I would yeah. think, right? Right, but so, we're so talking about dominance. That's a lot of money for – he averages, what, 50 tackles, like 40 tackles. Yeah, now he um, occupies a lot of year. blockers. Exactly. Yeah. You know, to, to me, his job is more or less to occupy double teams, triple teams, whatever, and allow those other those ends to get the sacks. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, you're, wanna... sometimes your worth is more so – what you do, what people do to stop you and allow everybody else around right. you to flourish, allow you to eat then. Right. Um, if you look at uh, to your point, Barrett, wouldn't I be more frustrated right now 
with Derek Barnett not taking advantage yes. of spacing issues created by Fletcher Cox, then Fletcher Cox's low numbers and in turn rather pay up for Fletcher Cox's just presence on the field than continuing to pay for guys who can't take advantage of the spacing that he provides. It's like if Embiid were out there and you're, you know, you're bumping into him on the floor, anybody should be able to have spacing advantages with either one of these guys in their respective sports. You're right. I mean, yeah, his, I mean, his presence, when your presence is being felt out there, but see, but you say the same thing about, you know, Donald, Aaron Donald's the same thing, but he, his numbers that's true. are a direct result of him still getting the attention, but he still beats the attention. You know, yeah. he still is able to get to the quarterback and, and, and sack him. Really I'm looking at Brandon Graham's numbers three years ago. That's a really good point. <laughs> you know, now let me ask you this, though. I mean, he, he gets the same as, attention. Let's look at this in retro, though. How much of what Jim Schwartz was doing was designed on Fletcher Cox taking up space as opposed to creating more opportunities for Cox, right? And I imagine there's a difference where you can look at Fletcher Cox and maybe go a couple of ways. You can say, all right, I'm going to scheme a defensive line right now to do everything they can, movement, stunts, linebacking, whatever it may be, blitzes, in order to free up Fletcher Cox versus, hey, there are going to be three guys on Fletcher Cox, so I'm going to do everything I can to open up something for the guy to the left or right of him. Well, that's there lies the problem. You, you can be more innovative, like they do for Aaron Donald. They line him up everywhere. Mm-hmm. He might be a defensive end one time. He might go down to the three technique. He might end up going to the other side of the field. Fletcher Cox is going to be at the three technique the entire game. He, they didn't move him around at all right. when Jim was here. Now, when they did move him out to uh, defensive end, that's the same year he had double-digit sacks. He had 10 and a half sacks that year when he allowed him to go out there and play anywhere now you can't game plan him and 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 and, you know slide the line to him all the time right now you have to think all right where is he going to be at i mean there's a lot more ways that you can affect the game rather than sacks i mean he he just implodes that pocket gets the quarterback to move you know a certain way maybe the other opposite of way the way the play was designed he could cause havoc that way exactly and it did not result in you know in stats on his sheet you know i mean there'll be one disappointed soul that's going to be very, very disappointed when if they do let him go, and that's Brandon Graham, right? Because he has been reaping the benefits of him being there for the past couple of years, and he's taking full advantage of it. At this point, he he averages more sacks than than Fletcher Cox. At this point, mm-hmm. for the last three years, he's averaged more sacks than Fletch. Yeah. So yeah, you know he he's reaping the benefits of him being there. In fact, I think he had ten and a half last year. How many sacks did he have last year? Who's no, that? last year he had eight sacks. Brandon Graham had oh. eight sacks. The year before that, 8.5. Mm. 2018, wow. four. But then 2007, nine and a half. So, yeah, he's reaping the benefits of, of, of you know, Fletcher Cox being there. Aaron he's Donald the only had there. two years where he didn't get double-digit sacks, and he got eight and nine <laughs> in those years. He is a monster, that's man. It is. And that's why I think it's that's worth noticing. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. But he has that motor, you know. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, his motor, his workout ethics. It's consistent. You know, he, he, yes, he's yeah. he's he's a beast. You hear about it all the time. You see the videos of him working out. You see, you know, he's he's cut up to be a three hundred pound guy. Mm-hmm. He is cut up like a sculpture. This this guy works his butt off to be the type of player that he is. And I think they're trying to compare his work ethic to to Fletcher's work ethic. Now we're talking about pure stats. Yes, Aaron Donald has it all. He still gets. Um, 
the, the same attention, but they line him up in, in more places. I think if you did the same for Fletch, Fletch should have the same results also, or not the same, or pretty close to it. Pure stats, not pure bull, who is the yeah. sponsor of the middle. And yes. that's pure bull beef jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. We are live and local from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. Tough lawyer for a tough town across the country and world. However, you can consume Sports Map Radio. It's the middle. We have a couple of things, including a juicy overtime at one o'clock. So you want to make sure you are sticking around for everything that we have. And I can already see the Simmons hate inserting itself into the program. And I'll be fair and honest, it is not Barrett nor <laughs> Harry, but Barrett looks like he's salivating, waiting mm-hmm. to get to it. Shame on you. Shame Barrett loves you. that stream, man. He loves the chat on the stream. Yeah, he can't wait to get to it. All right, we'll get to all of it coming up. It's the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Huck and fought. Love saying that. How long has Nicholas <laughs> been out? You know? What's that? I just saw that news. You listen to that show. What? 
The uh, Mike show. What What are you talking about? Who's out? Natalie. She's off the show? Yeah. Well, I know that she wasn't there last week. They had uh, one of the girls from the country station doing the updates, but I didn't know it was permanent. It is? She said it, the Crossing Broad thing announced her departure from the Fanatic a few weeks ago. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. Big news. That is. Yeah, I'm aware of that. That's what she's asking about it. When? This is the middle on the Where? Well, it doesn't say in CB. I texted Kincaid. Not that I would make it public. Here's for us. Yeah. This thing is wild, man. Wild. Let your cocks. Now, that's just a public kick in the ass, isn't it? They're not going to move unless here's the thing. Let's just talk this through. They don't want to pay Fletcher Cox a lot of money. They still have Jalen Hurts under a rookie contract. If they move on from Hurts outside of trading for like Russell Wilson. Look, okay, if they're going to trade for Russell Wilson or something like that and they need to shave some money, I I would not like it, but I at least I'm going to understand it and accept it knowing that's probably going to be a big reason if they had to move on from Cox. but. Why the hell would you not have Cox on your team if you're still looking to build and compete? Well, they're not looking to build. They're looking to rebuild. Yeah, but it shouldn't take that. That's a drastic. That's like we're looking to mine picks for the next couple of years. You're getting rid of your best player on defense right now. No question about that. The best player. Well, after this year. It shows you. It just shows they're going for a total rebuild then. That's right. what that's what the statement would be. And I right. can't imagine they would make that statement. So that's why it goes back to not necessarily how believable this whole thing is, because uh, I believe that there are people in the building that feel this way. But what's their source of motivation? Like, why does this come out? Well, we're in the off season. We're June 7th. Maybe the dude hasn't answered his phone in like, you know, a week or something. Maybe it can't get in touch with him. I don't know. Remember, didn't we have this like two or three years ago, this whole nonsense about Fletcher Cox not showing up to voluntary workouts? I remember I was on the morning show with the Fanatic at that time, and we were down live in the city. I think it was All-Star Day, all right? It was that All-Star Day where we're all doing the shows around the clock, right? Yeah. And... That was the big story in the morning. Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox doesn't show up. Yeah. Oh, my God. What do we He doesn't have the heart. I mean, he is 31. I think it has more so to do. This coaching staff doesn't have an allegiance to anybody right now. Well, they don't. Nor should they, really. Right. So they can kind of – it'll kind of be one of those things. All right, then. Well, we really don't know really the impact that he has on this team. Right. So we could move and, on easier. And, and what better way to send, a, you know, just tremors through your roster by saying, man, if, if he's uh, if he's capable of being moved right. on from, what about me? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Talking about being competitive. Right. It, it changed right. the whole outlook on how, you know, guys approach practice and everything else. So, I mean, he's, uh, uh, he's got... I'll say this, though, man. You come into a new team. This is, you know, your first job as a coach or a coordinator you better hope to god you get talent evaluation right because right. if you choose to move on from Fletcher Cox even at 31 yeah because you're not 
sold, and I'm using air quotes for people who are just listening on Cox, and I apologize for using air quotes to the people who are watching. But <laughs> if you're not sold, like this, this sounds again, this sounds like it's something ridiculous, like maybe trying to light a candle under Cox's rear mm -hmm. because of this. Or maybe this is just more of the same crap that we've gotten from this team, which is, you know, everybody's competing. Right. It's another way to reinforce that mantra of platitudes, which is, you know, we're coming in here expecting everybody to compete. And if Fletcher Cox can beat me in a three point contest, then maybe he's worth paying. Well, and also poisoning sort of the poisoning the waters, too, by getting this message out there that they don't like the way he's treating his body in the off season, you know what right. I mean? He's sort of like the onus is on him. Like he's not doing things right. Correct. They've done that in the past. Correct. Or it might be, it might be a, a GM really trying to fix this cap situation he has going on mm -hmm. and uh, get some money from somewhere else. You know what I mean? This Milton Williams kid better be good. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you what. the guy who they had that beef with in the draft room about the kid right. they in the third round. Right. The kid from so, Louisiana Tech. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine when, like, when the other when Donahoe wanted a cornerback? Exactly. Now think about that. Just imagine the absurdity in that scenario where they do find a way to move on from Fletcher Cox and he steps in and right. he doesn't play well. Not that I'm rooting against him. I we'd have no choice but to root for him. And then you go back, like, think about how many times that video would be replayed over uh -huh. and over again. It would yeah. be, like, up there with the practice video. It would be worse than anything we've seen outside of, like, three or four clips in the history of Philly sports. Let me correct that. Dom Donahoe and every Eagles fan wanted a cornerback in the third Right. Round. Right. <laughs> you know, Barrett did. That's for damn sure. Yes. He was harping on a cornerback for days. Leading up to that draft, and rightfully I, so. I, I still don't understand why we still only got one fourth rounder at the cornerback position. Left some dudes up there, man. Yeah, and it's it's Zach, right? And they're not Zach. He'd spelled Zach, but pronounced Zach. I it's believe. Zach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's another. That's a <laughs> tricky one. Yeah, you know, that's one of those tricky ones. All right, I got a couple of props to take an eye on. You ready for this? We're gonna take a quick one here on the network, but we're still live. So hit us up. Leave us a like. Make sure you subscribe. Subscriptions, man. We need you to subscribe to this channel. It does a lot for us here. We're back in three on Sportsmap. Still live, of course, though, on the Jacob Media YouTube page from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studios here in Philadelphia. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town. And the middle, as you know now, sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. Yeah, what is it? Turkey? Turkey jerky with a hint of cranberry? Yeah. <laughs> it's infused, Barrett. That's, that sounds pretty cranberry good. Cranberry-infused turkey jerky. You know, <laughs> Not the you know I'm all good. I'm all good with right. the infusion. Right. <laughs> Make sure that you get your, your jerkies right. I don't think I could handle the huck and fought, though. <laughs> the huck and fought? The huck and fought? That's yeah. too much for me, man. You you can get in trouble with that. I'm going to leave that alone. I know. That's a lot, man. I'm going to have to try it, man. I think that's going to be – that's too hot for me. Boy, I got Kyrie projected right at 6.54 assists, and that's where the book is. Man. You going to go over? Uh, that's a stay away. I, Why? Need I mean, he has to be the point. 
but look, six and a half. That's what I'm saying. Like the projection is way too close to what the book has. If the book had it like five and a half, then I would take it. But I, I need some differential. That's what I'm saying. I need like, like Blake Griffin. Maybe I can get some some value here with Griffin. Uh, Blake Griffin. He had 18, didn't he? Yeah, rebounds, not bad. I mean, I've got him projected for 6.74 rebounds. So seven plus is, is juiced up. Tell you, the books, they move faster than the projections. That's damn sure. Nicholas Lisi's telling you, uh, Aton, the bet of the night is Brooklyn minus one. You're already on that, aren't you? No. No? <clears throat> I haven't taken anything on this game yet. I'm just looking for some value on, on props first. I was interested on – I mean, look, Blake Griffin assists. I have him at 3.4, and the book is 3.5, but the under is juiced to 167. See? So I was trying, I'm just, what I'm doing is I'm looking at these projections, which have been really good for me. And I'm trying to find a difference between of like one to one and a half points, right? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Where my projection is, oh, Kyrie Irving's at 6.54 assists and the book has it over under at five and a half. That's where I would take over and not look back. But it's hard, man. A, a lot of these books, they catch up fast. So you have to just move like Blake Griffin points. Might be an interesting one if he's available. Some of them may not even have it. Brent Forbes under 10.5 points. I don't hate that. Irving at six rebounds. You like that? I do, actually. Over? Over, yep. I can go with that. I have him at six. It's a half point difference. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. Well, I told you to get in, right? Didn't I tell you to get in live action? Rafi was down 3 2. And I got him at plus 120, set one winner. I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. All right. I got to give my guy Ben Rasa a lot of uh, credit. I was trying to conflate two different words, props and credit, credit and props. <laughs> crops. But, yeah, crops. I got to give him, yeah, get, who got the crops? Who got the crops? <laughs> yeah. it is, right? it's just, you can, you can compare, combine, I guess, the two. But, what do you, what, where do you have Chris Middleton at? Middleton rebounds, I have him projected at 6.66. Okay? Mm-hmm. And... Where he is on the book. Well, hold on a second. Where he is on the book is six and a half. Now, unfortunately, the over is juiced at minus 128. So I'm trying to find some decent numbers like Kyrie Irving threes. I have it 2.88, right? That's that's the projection that I have here for him. So and where do you get these projections? Well, from from the site that I work on now at Austin. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I, I have an account. And I'm basically relaying some information for you. I, I gotcha. don't you know, want to cross over and do something I shouldn't be doing here, nor do I want to take advantage of my free access there as well. Right. Right. So, but I'll still tell you what I have projected. And these are the ones that I'm betting off of. And I'm just trying to find the differential in it. Like Landry Shamit, Right. I have projected for five point three points. 
So if you could get him on a book at like six and a half, then I would strongly suggest going under Kyrie. Same thing for three pointers made. I am, I have him projected at 2.8. Now the under is three and a half. So I'm good here. This is the bet that I'm going to take. Now, again, this is just mining on the fly. Harry can explain. This is what you try and do and try Mm -hmm. just so you're not blatantly throwing crap out there. It doesn't mean this is going to hit, but this is the value. So, Finally, after five or six attempts, we found something. I have Kyrie projected at 2.883s tonight. And on the books, he's at three and a half. And the under is minus 103. So I'm good. Even if that projection hits to three, the bet. You're going to take the under. Exactly. So that's where I'm going to slide in. And that's going to be the favorite one for me so far. All right. Just because the projection is so much lower than the book. Correct. Which is really difficult to find. Right. Really difficult. But yeah, your point about Middleton, man, I I think that there's, you know, there's some value with Middleton. He can't have that bad of a consistent game again, right? I I think that he's going to be, he's, he's going to be the key. If they have any chance of winning, he has to play a lot better than he did last game. A hell of a lot better. Well, yeah, I would think so. I, I haven't touched this game though tonight. You'll go in-game. I just think the Nets are going to win again, but here's the thing. Like, the Bucks, like, the Nets would have to get out to a resounding lead. Well, what's the money line for them? It's pretty much split. I have it as a pick right now here on Fox Bet. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get them at, what, minus 110? And, And I think the Nets, like, how likely is it, do you guys think? And I'm asking, right? How likely is it that you think the Nets are going to get out to like a 20 to 8 or like, you know, 24 to 12 type lead in the first quarter because that's really where the value would be lost immediately. Otherwise, I'm just going to wait and see if the Bucs maybe get up a little bit mm-hmm. and try and, and get grab them points. at plus money. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have essential quality on Saturday? No, I didn't touch the ponies. You didn't. I didn't even watch it. Me neither. I forgot it was on, actually. Yes. It's funny, like when there's no like thought of a triple crown, I, I the, the Belmonts, I'm not I don't even know when it happens. It's a <laughs> bad job out of me. Belmont, though, was it? What's that? That wasn't the actual Belmont. What do you mean the actual Belmont? Like that, those were just horses racing randomly at Belmont, right? No, that, that was, was the Belmont Stakes. Really? Yes, that was the third jewel of the cri- triple crown, which because so I know they had to yeah. move it. I know they had to bump up because of COVID, right? They had to bump up. The Derby ha- happened, and then you had the the miracle, right? Or you had the mile, right? Mile and a half. And because Norm, oh no, no, the Belmont is always the after. Belmont's the long. Yeah, yeah. What the hell am I talking about? I didn't realize that was the actual Belmont. Yeah. Saturday I, oh, evening. Jeez. Yeah. I'm not even saying that to be an ass. I just no. had no idea. <laughs> Because there was no crown. I thought that's why you went to Long Island in the first place. No, no, no. No, not at all. (laughs) Maybe that's why there was so much damn traffic, right? Well, you were there yesterday, though, right? This was Saturday. I know, but maybe there was uh, a layover. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That was the big one, by the way. Kyrie going for it. Now, maybe if you're lucky, I'll give you the uh, fantasy lineup of the night. As I've been on a little roll here. But again, I'm just copying and pasting. So I'll, I'll crunch some numbers. That's all. And we'll go from there. That's now, later on. Now, that's, is this pretty much uh, uh, content that you're 
mining for this show to do on your later show today? No. Later show tonight. No, later show tonight. What I'll do at six o'clock is I'll build up to where all of the money is and look at any early contrarian place. So, for example, mm -hmm. what I may do since there's so much money on the under right now, only 30% of the bets, but yet 71% of the money on the under. What I may do is I, I may fall in line with that in like the first quarter. So I may take the under first quarter. Or in the case of, let's say, the Suns and the Nuggets, Nuggets are terribly, like heavily under bet, right? Suns are a huge favorite to come out and win this game, not only on the money line, but as far as where the money is. 69% of the bet, 79 or 3, pardon me, percent of the money, all on the Suns' money line. Mm -hmm. So what I may do is at 6, kind of build a case to take the Nuggets to win the first quarter. And then at 7... I live watch all of those bets that I built up for an hour burn and crumble and then react on the air as such. <laughs> and any hockey it's easy tonight. content. Yeah. yeah. We have our, an early hockey game tonight. 630. Yeah, I don't like that. I like to build up to seven o'clock. Islanders I mean, Bruins in a pivotal game five. Tell you, I, this is one I would say you're okay going under five. It's gonna yeah. be juice to high heaven and back. But the two things that I know for sure tonight. The Kyrie under's minus 170 at FanDuel. Is that what it is? Yeah. Really? Yep. Under five and a half? Under five and a half. Yeah, but look at the difference. Here's the thing. And I think I got in already. But if I didn't, then I will. Yeah, I went under four and a half here. Now, what's I got it under four and a half at plus 180. This is going to be a low-scoring hockey game, and you're lucky to get four goals. Mm -hmm. So if you're afraid of the juice there at, at five and a half, I would go under four and a half. It's got to watch that empty netter. Yes, but I think you're, that empty netter would get you to four. Like, I think you're really, these are the two I feel the most comfortable about. All right, I'm telling you this. It's mm -hmm. Kyrie Irving under three and a half threes, and it's under four and a half for the Bruins and Islanders game. So you're thinking I, Bruins three to one tonight with an empty netter. Yes. I Up watched two to one get the empty clean netter. of this betting segment. Okay. I've given okay. you everything I possibly can, Harry. I'm drenched. Barrett Barrett is taking notes. Well, he's getting ready for the show on Thursday with John Jansen from the same show. Oh. <laughs> there you go, man. But no, you know, but actually, man, I don't I don't know about Kyrie. I, I think you might have to go with the over, man. So Just you think because he's hit four or five threes tonight? Yeah. Yeah. See, here's the difference. You're just saying that. I got money behind this. All right. Right. So I, th this, this is a sweat for me now. You're just going to be sitting there laughing regardless. You'll be smiling, enjoying the game regardless. I have to sweat through this now because you know Irving's going to have three with like nine minutes left when they're up by 14. And he should be on the bench at that point, but he's going to randomly take one because six or seven passes have been made and he's sitting there wide open. Well, at the end of the shot clock. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, it just yes. to me, it, it makes more sense for him to have over three because you're 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 saying right now that uh three and a half that uh three. three and a half. Well, you're you're saying it's gonna be they're gonna they're gonna win, but it's gonna be a close game. It's mm -hmm. a pick 'em. So that means he's gonna have to score more. And if it's that close, he's probably gonna be putting up threes. That's the only reason why I said that. Hey, man. Sounds like logic to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. first off, uh, before we take a quick step to this world that we are now in, 
we have a new contender in the ring, by the way. It's not Aaron Paul or Jake Paul or Logan Paul. It's a guy that I think maybe at least one, if not two of us, would pay to watch in the ring. But before that, how about that Ricky Fowler top 20 cash? That's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's amazing. Right okay. There. So you're, you're welcome. Chad Ocho <laughs> wants to fight McGregor. Ocho Cinco has, has, has put his name into the ring. He's, yes. he's inserted himself into the conversation. He's already fought. Remember, he was on the undercard of the Mayweather-Paul exhibition going four rounds against Brian Maxwell, who I don't, I don't know that? who it is. Barrett? Don't know who it is. Brian <laughs> Maxwell. Well, he was in the ring. You know, he got a little sniff of the action, and now he wants to champ. Right. It's like, all right, man, you want a bar rule brawl in the back of some, you know, makeshift ring. And now you want a shot at the champ. Come on. Nah. <laughs> no. Brian Maxwell. He knocked Ocho Cinco he, he down. He knocked him down. He did not yeah. come out, though. It went is, four, right? Is he the track guy? Brian Maxwell? Hmm. Is he a coach? I, no, I thought I'm he was a, you guys. a track uh, athlete. Oh, no, no. Maxwell, he's a he's an MMA guy. Oh, he's an, an MMA fighter. guy? Yeah. Oh, in the wow. NFL. He played in the NFL from uh two, But he must no. have turned now to uh No, the MMA guy, yeah. Okay, so yeah. here's the thing. You need somebody on these cards to provide some sense of legitimacy. You can't just have two guys who are not professional fighters fight. There needs to be that tie-in, if you will. Mm. Right? Well, I'm watching him here in the fourth round knock, <laughs> knock down Chad Ochocinco. Is that was the fight over? Uh it was in the round in the fourth round. I know. Did somebody come in and, and stop the fight? Well, the, the the referee is talking to to Chad Johnson. No, they resumed the fight. There was 34 seconds left in the round. So. And he ain't looking too positive out there. No, he didn't look too good. <laughs> that could have been a very long 34 right, seconds right. for Chad Johnson. In fact, you said that, that um, you know, Johnson, you, you could tell he didn't want no more static, man. Maxwell's yeah. like, he really doesn't want to hit him anymore. <laughs> he really didn't want to hit him anymore, but he's like, eh, so I won't do it. He's in pretty you good can... shape, though. Oh, yeah. Maxwell? Yeah. Well, he's a professional fighter. No, I mean, Ocho? Chad Johnson. Chad, oh, okay. Yeah. Ocho, yeah. yeah. Now, are you going to watch? Oh, what would you rather watch? Mayweather fights. I don't know. Who the hell's next up for him? Who's the next? Is it the other Paul brother or Ocho versus McGregor? Like, we we hate McGregor. We hate Mayweather. These, mm -hmm. these guys are not good people, right? No, they're very easy really, to dislike. Yeah, but they fight at a high level. So, you know, right. that there's going to be some level of entertainment that people are going to flock to. I think Ocho Cinco is so popular and such a, especially now, like transformed into a social media presence that he would draw. Like he, I'm not saying this adds any validity to it. I'm just saying like he would draw LeBron J. You got people tweeting Masvidal. You got people in the sport tweeting about Ocho. I, I think that there is a sense of like, okay, I'd watch Chad Ocho Cinco fight. I would not. You wouldn't? No, I would re-watch the Women's U.S. Open rather than watch that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if that's the case, I'll give you a couple of WNBA plays for tonight. I was saving that. I would rather watch WNBA than watch that. Well, there's some good value on the board, Harry. I'm just letting you know. 
All right. I don't want you to overlook a smaller market when it comes to the WNBA, cuz. That's all I'm saying. Now, we're going to take a quick one here on the network. We're back overtime. Don't forget, coming your way at the top, all here on the middle. Remember, Sports Map Radio live and local from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studios. And give us a like, subscribe, hang out for overtime as well, all here on the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. All right, so I have a, a question here. For there's yes. so many different people that run landscaping companies, right? You have these big machinery type lawnmowers, the sit down ones, and you go house to house and all, right? And chances are that if you have a lawn big enough, fenced in gate, something like that, you have a dog, and maybe you miss one or two, especially before the lawnmowers come, the landscapers come, maybe you miss a pile or two. Like how much money and cost and maintenance do you think is involved in just taking out dog shit from let's hope the imaging is here and I didn't miss that, right, Ron? Is the yes. On the sports map. Yes. Wow. You are flirting with disaster, my I friend. Am. 
studio. I, that was close. Aton Shander, wow. that was close. And Harry Mays. So I, I'm just asking this in the break, and we're live and local, of course, and we'll overtime coming your way in two minutes. But how much maintenance and money and cost and upkeep do you think is involved in landscapers having to clean out dog feces from all of these lawns that they have to mow with these sit-down, big-ass industrial mowers. Because you think they do that, or they just go mow right on top of it? Just mow right over top of no, it. They, yeah. they mow, that's what I'm saying. They mow on top of it, my lawn or anybody else's lawn. I'm saying at the end of the day, you still have to deal with your lawnmower having all that stuff on it. Like wheels and whatever else. You're so you think they're going over. under the blades and they're taking off the dog dirt <laughs> off the I, blades? I, I don't know. I'm asking. I, I don't know. I would think it's a pain in the rear. No. Well, they got to get all the all the no, caked on grass from underneath there too, because that builds up. So, what right. do you have? Do you power wash it off? Yeah, you can power wash That's it. All. Or you can get in there with like a you know some sort of shovel, like a little trowel or something, and just dig it off. Is that it? But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. Think it's a lot of work. Lawns, exactly. Think what, about what how this? many lawns you have to do. Where is this way. going? Where is I'm this just curious. It happened. Are you look. looking at a business opportunity no. where you show up prior no. to the landscaper and remove nope. the dog dirt? Not at all. Oh, not dog dirt. Not the dirt dog, aka old dirty bastard, either. Right. <laughs> ODB. All right, over time coming up next. What a great way to end the show. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put on Book It. All right, so it's overtime here, and two things that we hit at length today was the Sixers' disappointing loss and, of course, this news regarding Fletcher Cox and kind of where this Eagles team is right now moving forward with so much up in the air. And I I, I don't know. I mean, part of me understands that there's money involved here and that you don't want to commit, commit, commit to anything before you see it. but this coaching staff, I, I don't think you have the long-term stability to move on from people in your first year or after your first year. Well, how do you know it has anything to do with the coaching staff? How do you know this isn't just front office Howie Roseman uh, motivated? So it's what the preemptive report to prepare fans for moving on from Fletcher Cox because mm-hmm. you go back to like, hey, man, we're not going to spend all this money on a guy who doesn't give a crap. Right. He's in his early 30s. He's not taking care of himself the way we'd like in the offseason. We see more injuries, you know, coming up in the next year or two, and we'd like to unload the contract. Or are they trying to trade him, you think? What are you thinking? I mean, at this point, I'm saying, I'm saying at this point, I'm, I'm trying to see where his contract is. Cause I mean, that's that's basically what is what it's what it is in a nutshell. His contract is up. Let's see. He's got like two or three years left on it, I think. If they're trying to trade him, doesn't this devalue him? 
like you have a report that comes out that says he doesn't give a rat's ass about preparing. Now, it doesn't mean somebody won't trade for him. Yeah. But I think a team may have some leverage and say, we're not giving up a first round pick for a doom. No, you're not getting a first round pick for him. But that's my my point. So, wherever that line may be, maybe it's the difference between a back end second and an early third because Mm -hmm. it's like, we got this report. This dude doesn't give a shit. What the hell are we, you know, what are we going to do here? Again, I think it's more. Yeah. No, no, back, please. I I think it's more so um, the money of his contract. Um, this is Fletch is a professional. He's been doing this for years. He always comes in. He plays hard. Um, I, I remember one year he had to work his way into shape, but he had a foot injury. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't in shape to do anything. He wanted a football shape. He had to get into football shape. You can't really get in football shape when you had a broken foot. So he rehabbed that. Any other time, you never had to worry about Fletcher, you know, in his, in his you know, work ethic. Not I me. Mean, to me, I don't see that. I'd see that he draws enough attention that, you know, that's that's what's going on. You know, that I mean, that's why his numbers aren't as high. But then I also look at Aaron Donald, the fact that he plays at a high level, draws yeah. the same attention. But schematically, they put him in a better position and put him in different places. It's almost like he's the sacrificial lamb in that defense for everybody else to eat. Now, I, that's the case, that's tough. Am I wrong, Barrett, to, to – be a little bit underwhelmed with the career of Fletcher Cox in Philadelphia. Yes, yes. I'm wrong. No, no, you, no. He, it has been un- underwhelming. Right, based on the amount of money and where he was drafted and all that kind of thing. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm just never really all that wowed by him game right. to game. You'll see him in certain plays just go ballistic and blow right through the line and make a big play. And then you then you don't hear, hear from him for the next three games. It's like he disappears. Right. And you know, but I don't I, watch I, the game the way you watch the game. So I just want to know: am I am I missing something? Me and me and Seth talk about this every year about Fletch and his ability to be a top two dominant defensive dominant yeah. lineman. And his name gets mentioned up there, mm-hmm. but the results we see aren't really reflecting what everybody's mentioning. Right? Okay, they're not really reflecting what we we're, we want to see, and. You know, I'm not as harsh as, as, as um, I'm not as harsh as the way, you know, they're saying it, though. You know, I'm not, like, you know, if, if you ask Seth, Seth say, well, I mean, he, he needs to do more. He needs to get in better shape. You know, th- these are things that Seth has said. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, with me, I think he's more of a sacrificial lamb as opposed to being a guy that's being lazy. Yeah, but, but at he times he doesn't give maximum effort. But, you you know, your maximum effort is different. If you have three people, you I mean, three people are trying to block you, right? Right. As opposed right. to just one one on one blocks or moving them, you know, different places on the defensive line. If you're lined up at that three technique, play in and play out, it's easy for an offensive coordinator to game plan. It's easy mm-hmm. to send three people your way, but if you line them up everywhere, right? Now they have to, you know, essentially slide the protection your way, or he's going to get a one on one block. And I know there's no offensive lineman in the league that could block him one on one if Fletcher doesn't want to be blocked. Hmm. Let, me, let me take you back real quick, and, and maybe we should track Seth down and kind of have two of you talk about this because I think it would be fascinating from a listener slash viewer standpoint and also go back to something that he said where you can talk as well, especially playing in the trenches, and, and maybe there is, and I imagine, right, I'll, I'll be diplomatic. It's not fat. It's big guy misconception, right, that you can be a big body and be out of shape just because you're a big body. But – for Seth Joyner to say that, 
I'm not saying that this report is 100% accurate as a result of that, but what do you think Seth saw in Fletcher Cox to point at him not being in shape? Because that's a specific thing, Barrett, that was referenced in this Jeff McClain thing. It's not like they went back and McClain was looking at random tape from a post game and said, bam, there's Seth saying that. Let me build a story off of this. So that's what I'm curious about. It doesn't mean that Fletcher Cox is a slob and he shows up and he doesn't give a rat's ass. It just means that somebody like you who played the game, at least from a minor observation, was like, man, that guy could be in better shape. Well, it's almost his body of work and his body working. You know, I mean, it's, it's almost like you look at uh, if you're going to get compared to Aaron Donald, you look at his body of work and you look at his body. That yeah. guy's all ripped up. Here he is, 300 pounds. He probably has body fat of like eight, nine. I mean, he's chiseled up, looks like the Hulk. Yeah. Fletch, he, 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 his body isn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's not going out with washboard abs. I mean, you, some guys have taken it to that point. I mean, look at Brandon Brooks and his development as a player and where his body is um, evolved to. You know, I mean, he's taking karate. He's doing different things to to make sure that he's in a position where he'll play longer because his body's more cut and defined and he's in better shape. He's in the best shape of his life. He walks around with a shirt, with a shirt off. Now he wouldn't necessarily did it earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. That's what he, that's what Seth is talking about. Seth is talking about doing the next level stuff. Got I mean, it. you got guys like James Harrison, when he was playing, he would invest $150,000 a year in his, in his body. body in the off season. Yeah. $100,000. Um, What's his name? Uh, uh, um, oh my goodness! Wide receiver uh, was in Eagles, Dallas, San Fran. Um, T.O. T.O. Vested millions of dollars yeah. in his yeah. body. He was taking it to the next yeah, level. He was really shredded up. Right. So that's what Seth is talking about. In mm-hmm. order to be that next level type of player, you have to take your body where it hasn't. It's been a lot before. of diet too. Diet. Yeah. Working out. They're not eating cheesesteaks um, with mayo on them specific you know what i'm saying you know because i remember one time one thing that stuck out of my mind seth said one time and you know in in casual conversation on the show do a lot less hunting and a lot more running hmm. i was like wow. i never thought about that i never thought about that Fletcher you know Cox 15 hunt. minutes could save you 15 percent like that's got that's one of those wow moments right there right you know what i mean so i'm like Okay, yeah, I mean, I, a I lot can less see that. hunting and a little more running. Yep, yep, and I was like, man, that's almost pathetic, you know. I mean, that's that's you're actually right, you know, because yeah, Aaron Donald is at the tip of his shape. I mean, he's he's at the, he's at the top of his game. He wants to be that next level type of player. The want to that he has is reflected in the numbers that he's producing. Speaking I of think, Tino, he was part of Team Ocho. Did you see oh, he was? Was he yeah. in his ring in the corner? He was. He absolutely was. Was, was he, he his was hype man? Uh, I don't think he was. T.O. the hype man? <laughs> no, nah, T.O. was in his skinny jeans and like gold coat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Skinny jeans? Come Barrett, on, man. He was skinny. Like these These are painted on, Barrett. Really? Come you got to check this pick out. Painted on. At I am athlete pod. Tweeted a pick out called Team Ocho dot 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 with a boxing glove. Wow. And you see him chilling with T.O. Was he wearing his gold Hall of Fame coat? It looks similar. It looks like he was wearing a coat that had it was like one of these old coats that's reversible. 
and the inside, it's pretty obvious which side is the inside, which side is the outside, mm -hmm. but they still put a little embroidery on the inside to make it look like you could still wear it on the outside. Okay. That's what that coat looks like. Check it out. He also has monster feet, by the way. T.O.'s got to be like eight. He's got Barrett Brooks-sized feet. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You know uh, what they say about big uh, feet. Big socks. Big socks. <laughs> Fletcher Cox. All right, we're out of here. Somewhere else you got, man. Is there anything right. you would uh, like to look? All right, so tomorrow we have more on this Fletcher Cox saga. We'll get somebody on to talk about that. Also, Damian Lillard, his next destination. Guess uh -oh. who? Guess who is up there as one of the favorites to land Dame Dalla next year? Holla, the New York Knicks. No, Philadelphia. Oh, wow. We're going to talk all about it tomorrow. Thanks for hanging with us on Overtime. Remember, give us a like, share, make sure you subscribe. We're broadcasting live from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town, and the middle sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.